What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Drea Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. I love having guests on. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. But I'm so happy for us to do, like, a normal episode. Really? Why? Because I don't know. I just feel like, um, you know, of course, conversations change when you add people to the conversation. Right. So I just feel like we, we have a better catch up time and we can really talk. It's easier to talk with two people in a conversation than three. Right. You know, so I am happy today that it's just us. Yeah. <laughs> but Especially because um, you always got to be the mediator. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times I don't get to say the things I want to say and then because I'm trying to like, you know, it's hard, like I said, to regulate a conversation. So, but... When it's just me and you, we can just go at it. Amen. So, what's been up this past week? Any updates? What's going on in your life? Oh, my God. I had the worst fucking hangover of my fucking life Mm -hmm. on Sunday. So, I decided that I'm not going to drink until I go home to Houston. That's fair. For Thanksgiving next week. I just, my body needs a break. Mm -hmm. Um, I started back working out. Mm -hmm. We'll see how long this lasts. Okay. You know, I'll be having my little bouts where I be consistent in the gym for a few months then I stop so I'm really trying to give it one last shot before I go lay on that table and go get sneaky lipo okay okay I see the vision I fuck with the vision yes and then um yeah and then I have um a project that I've been wanting to relaunch and redo for a while now that I'm working on so that should be coming really really soon too and I'm super excited about that okay so what have you been having on Child, I can't even make this shit up, bro. Like, my love life, like, if I really sat down and told somebody, like, my dating life and how my love life is, they wouldn't even fucking believe it. Yeah. So, so I what think, happened? So, I think we discussed, I said in the last episode, like, me and Football Bay are like, um, we're just kind of, things are kind of fizzling out. That's always going to be my friend. That's my dog to the end. Like, I will beat a bitch up behind him. Still, like... But it's not but nothing you feel like, like it's over. Yeah, I feel like we're just friends, you know, like it's just his I value his friendship too much for things for me to let things get out of hand and things to get messy. Mm. But I mean, yeah, that's always gonna be my dog. And I recently started dating somebody new. Okay. Um, like very recent. It's only been uh, the first date we went out was like Halloween night. Like that was the first time so, we went yeah, out. So yeah, this has only been a few weeks. It's only been a few weeks. I'm going to call him a throwback bay. Throwback bay. Because I knew him back in the day when I used to be bartending and shit. Okay, throwback bay. Yeah, throwback. I, but honestly, like I said, I wasn't expecting nothing to come from this situation. Because like back in the day, I'm going to tell y'all, I ain't shame. I used to want to fuck with this nigga so fucking bad because mm-hmm. he was super, super fine. And, like, the physical attraction was just out of this world. But now being older, you know, whenever, like, we had gotten contact with each other to hang out, I'm just thinking, like, it was going to be on some friend homie shit. Mm-hmm. But we ended up, like, you know, kicking it off and, like, really, really, like, I really, 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 really fuck with him. Mm-hmm. And um, y'all know I've been on a dry spell. This nigga, you know, of course, you know, I had to get some dick, girl. Bitch, why did this man? Why did this man take my bra off and my wig went with it? I swear to God. Oh yeah, <laughs> my wig came off, bitch. That's horrifying. Oh my God, when I tell you, I got up I and I ran. Been so but you know what's crazy about it is we have a very goofy friendship. Like he. It's probably the... Oh, y'all so goofy. No, yeah, we, <laughs> we goofy, girl. So we goofy. goofy. So, honestly, I feel like this is the first person I've talked to besides, like, Football Bay and a guy that I dated 
Like when I was like 18, this is the first guy in a long time I can really just be myself. My, cause you know I'm goofy. Mm. The listeners know, you know I'm, go- I'm goofy. The listeners know I'm goofy as fuck. But it's hard for me to give my personality to men, cause sometimes it's a lot. Yeah. But we're so silly together. So honestly, when the wig came up, bitch, we both just started dying laughing. Like it was funny. So I would have been scared as fuck. Honestly, I'd be having to make sure I be making sure my wig be secure. girl, and I usually I, do. Because one time my shit slid back, that was enough for me. Girl, and I usually do make sure my wig is secure. Like, and then that wasn't the only time it happened, bitch. I put it back on, and it ended up sliding a little. Bitch, he done fucked my wig off, yeah. bitch. He was tearing that it down. That's the worst when y'all shit be sliding back, and you gotta try to fix it while you fucking it. Oh, I could. Oh, no, that was it. that was no fixing it. Like, bitch, it came up in the back and the front. Be Baby was loose. And be hoping the nigga don't know this. I'm not gonna lie. Me and but my how can you not notice me tugging? Oh, that's what he was saying. He was like, "You twisted that shit back on so quick." But honestly, I feel like me and my wig weren't prepared. Mm-hmm. He definitely fucked us up. It was some good dick. It was the dick that I deserved. Okay. Um. So yeah, he's cool. Um. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's just I. I, I like him, and we'll just see where it goes. You know, like people have their situation and. People go through things, you know, so I don't know if it's like a relationship, you know, it's going to be like a relationship. I mean, you know me, I'm a Would Leo. you like a relationship? I told y'all I'm ready for a man. <laughs> y'all know I'm a Leo. If a Leo goes on one date with a nigga and we like you, I'm like, okay. And then he made me, he gave me an orgasm and he has good conversation. I was like, okay, well, what size ring do you want? I was ready to get on one knee. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> See, that's what we not gonna motherfucking do. I was ready, Period. y'all. But, you know, I, I know how I am. And I know that when I like somebody, I like somebody. And I be ready to do whatever. whatever because I always feel like, you know, you only get one life and life is short. So whatever it you want to do, just do it. But, you know, not everybody's in that same space in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I'm just going to kind of slow down on my feelings on my end. Because I know I do do a lot. Mm-hmm. And I like to throw myself in there. So I think I'm... I don't want to, but I know I need to keep my options open mm. because I'm really just, I've noticed myself just being focused on him. But so yeah. You feel like you need to. I feel like I need to. keep options. Yeah, I think I need to keep my options open, but I don't want to. It's hard trying to keep your options if, open. But you don't, you don't want, want I don't want nobody else, bro. And that's what makes it even worse. Do he listen to the show? I hope not. Because <laughs> if he do, he going to know you talking about him. He's going to be like, damn, she's trying to lock it down. I'm That dick, I will lock that dick down. I like his conversation. He's silly. He's funny. I don't, I'm not going to lie to you, bitch. How old is he? 36. Oh, okay. I, I don't, I've never dated a nigga that's just as funny as me, if not funny. Mm-hmm. And he's funny as fuck. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was like, hold on, nigga. And you got the jokes. Like, you know how I am with the jokes. The nigga. jokes and the jugs. You know what I'm saying? He got the jokes and the jugs. Oh, <laughs> oh why? Why? <laughs> damn, damn, damn. damn. Okay, but yeah, I don't know. So that's just my little update of my life. So let's okay. get into the topics. All like, right. Enough talking about that. Let's get into it. So I'm, I'm going to let you bring in the first topic because this is your topic because this shit is crazy. <laughs> this is some crazy ass shit. Why is it crazy? Because it's just crazy because people are crazy. Okay. So I have a friend and um, somebody that she was talking to recently passed away. R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. to him. And um, 
his homeboy, she was mutually cool with his homeboy as well. And like her and the homeboy have remained, I mean, maintained a friendship after his death and everything. And he didn't die that long ago. It was probably like a month ago. And what happened? He got killed. Damn. Not sure all of the details. Well, I really don't. Well, she told me, but I don't remember. Y'all know I be forgetting shit. <gasps> so... Um, so yeah, so her and the guy, the, the friend, they've maintained, um, a friendship, but every time the dude come around, now he be trying to fuck with her. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like, is that appropriate? Do you, what, how do you feel about it? Do you I feel that it's not appropriate. Okay. Honestly, I feel like it's so many motherfucking people in the world. Your homeboy died. Why are you trying to mess with his old work? It ain't like he coming back to get her. I mean, yeah, but still. I feel like if that nigga was alive, would he want you fucking with his old bitch? But honestly, like... And, my, and by the way, let me put this out as a disclaimer. My friend is not interested in Yeah, guy. she's not interested in like, the she's guy. She's not interested in him. But it's just, to me and her, we be talking about it like the audacity. I mean, it is. I feel like it's inappropriate because obviously she doesn't want it. But sometimes, shit, that may be God, God killed him to bring Girl, them together. Girl, the fuck up. What? I mean, and I'll say this. Maybe, too, if... The feeling was mutual. It wouldn't be so bad. Then it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. Because like you said, it's not like the nigga coming back. But the fact that she don't even give him no type of reason to feel like. But honestly, niggas will do that when they homies be alive. So what like you when they go to jail. Exactly. So what do you. Ex no, not even when they go to jail. Niggas will be out free and your friend will still be trying to fuck your bitch. But do you feel like that's appropriate when a nigga go to jail for his homeboy? I'm to not waiting for nobody. If you get go to jail. If you you gotta go to your mama house for three days, I'm fucking your partner. If you go on vacation for a week, I'm fucking. No, you're not. Okay. You're fucking lying. Okay, I am lying. But I will. I will say this: if you are in a situation to where you have to now jail, I don't think that's appropriate. Mm -hmm. Like if my if my nigga go to jail, I'm not fucking with his homeboy. Mm -hmm. I'm really. I don't look at my. I don't look at my niggas homeboys like that anyway. Okay. Let me first say that. So if I some, never, yeah, I never. So let me. Well. Honestly, I am joking. Yeah, you need to relax. <laughs> uh, I you don't. Go I lying. never. I, I don't. You know what? I don't look at my niggas homeboys. Do you? Do you not? No. Okay. Um, they be looking at me. Exactly. And you've and you've acted on that, and that's okay. I didn't act on it. Yes, you did. No, you switched really. homies, which is fine, because you always gonna upgrade. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so what uh, I'm saying is for me, I don't, so all jokes aside, because I know I do joke a lot, yeah. but I don't look at my partner's homeboys like that anyway. So if my man went to jail, I'm not talking to your homeboy. Mm -hmm. If my man died, I'm not talking to your homeboy. But I will I say, like it's a line. You just it is a line. Like. But sometimes like I had a friend that she was, um, and my friend, this happened in high school. She was dating a girl. The girl ended up passing away and she started dating her cousin. Mm. Like, and I do think that's inappropriate. I do, but sometimes the world is a fucked up place. I'm not gonna lie, but you can't help who you're attracted to. People are just, I mean, yeah, you can't help. Always out for self. Yeah, you know, I'm like, if you you can't help it, like if you and this person hit it off. I'm not saying that it's okay, but a lot of times people fall in love under some fucked up circumstances. I mean, I've seen it happen numerous times. I actually was watching, in I mean, this isn't like actual, I guess, reality, but I was actually watching a movie um, a few months ago, and this man, his wife, his, his wife ended up passing away, and like. 
later down the line, he ended up getting in a relationship with her best friend because she was there to help him take care of the kids after the wife died because mm-hmm. the wife died from cancer. Oh. Yeah, the wife died from cancer when, like, the kids mm-hmm. were young. That's and sad. the best friend was, like, helping him take care of the kids. And then at first, he didn't want to date her. Mm-hmm. So, like, until the kids became grown. Mm-hmm. But when they became grown, the lady was tired of the runaround with him. She like, I'm in love with you. Like, I didn't help you raise your kids. I understand you don't want to do this because my best friend passed away. But she died 20 years ago. Right. And I'm in love with you. Right. And I know you care about me, too. And that's why I said. he finally I feel, was like, okay. I feel know? like people fall in love under fucked up circumstances. But at the same time don't I know it. you can't help it and I'm like I said I'm not saying that it's okay like in, in like in your friend's situation I feel like it's inappropriate because she's obviously let you know that she's not interested and you keep and trying. she's mourning and she's still she's mourning still mourning the yeah that, so that's a little that's a little awkward but like I said if the feeling is mutual and it's, it's like sometimes you can't fight that attraction. And it's like, I'll be inviting you over because, you know, we mourning. I feel we mourning together. I feel we could, like, He's trying to shots. mourn that pussy. He is. He's trying to mourn that pussy. He's trying to grieve pussy. all up in that pussy. So, do I think it's appropriate? No, but shit happens. And, like, I'm a very, like I said earlier, I'm a very YOLO person. You really only live once. I am and definitely life, a YOLO person. And life is short. Feel like, damn, death, though. It's, uh, damn. Like, I just You think, never know. Like, uh, people... Shit is fucked up out here. It is, but I just be feeling like, bro, it's so many people in the world. You mean to tell me that you got to try to holler at somebody that used to fuck with your partner? Drea, it's, it's so- the same. Okay, but let's talk about, we're not going to get too into it, but like, you said you've done that before. So Wait. And the nigga's still alive. What? In your situation. They still alive, though. That's what I'm saying. So that's even worse. No, it ain't. Yes, it is. No, it ain't, because he ain't dead. But that's what I'm saying. So I ain't sneaking it. It's not sneaking, but it's not like it's not like oh, I waited for something. So to... no, not that he, not that people wait for somebody to die. But, but sometimes. But like, what I'm saying is, it's like with, with me dating somebody. If I date somebody's friend or whatever, and we all still alive, that shit out in the open. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But just so like, you gonna feel some type of way about it, you probably gonna be mad about it, but. At least it's out in the open and you could, I guess, deal with it how you want to deal with it. If somebody is dead and gone, what can, they can't do anything. Right. So I so feel like that's a pussy it. move. No, it's not a pussy move. Because just like you said in that movie. That's a pussy no, move. No, just like you said in that movie. After the friend died, they ended up getting close through her death and they were mourning together. And like I said. Yeah, but I sometimes the fact that the man would not fuck with her for like 20 years. But at the end of the day, he still was in love with her. And still in It still fell in the pussy. It don't matter if it's 20 days or 20 years. It still fucking happened. Because at the end of the day, you cannot help what circumstances you fall in love with people in. Shit fucking happens. And like, and to end this conversation, like I said, I don't agree with it, but shit happens. So like if I passed away and... Throwback babe, you start fucking. Well, that would never happen. I know, but I'm definitely coming to haunt some niggas. <laughs> y'all gonna wake up, y'all gonna look in the mirror and say Big Mama three times. I'm gonna fuck y'all shit up. I don't give a fuck. If one of my friends die, I still would not fuck with y'all, one of y'all niggas. Well, if you passed away, I don't know, sis. Your nigga got a lot of money. <gasps> oh my God, not Mr. 50. <laughs> Mr. 50 can get it. No. I'm sorry. At least I'm telling you why you alive. Fuck no. 
know, you and Mr. 50 would have me all the way. What you gonna do? Talk about coming hunt some shit. I would really come. Wow, you wouldn't want me to be taken care of, Queen. I would absolutely fuck some shit up. Wow. For sure. Yes, I would make y'all life a living hell. That's not nice. I don't give a fuck. Well, at least I gave you a warning, Mm -mm. so when you go to heaven, you know what to expect. At least you know you would have to wait till I die. I'm just kidding. Because if you did it while I was alive, I'd kill you. Well, you heard it here first. If I go missing, it's because I did something with Mr. 50 and Freya found out. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next topic because we are crackheads. Um, So I wanted to talk because I've had this situation happen. I feel like we we have talked about this on a past episode, but I feel like since that episode, this is like when we first started the show and it was still Wind Down Wednesday. But I wanted to talk about it now because a lot has changed in our presence on social media. Mm -hmm. Now we're on the radio. And... Not that we're no, no, no people, but you know, people know us and they fuck with us, yeah, they you know, do. that, that are in our circle, you know what I'm saying? So I want to talk about how your social media presence affects your dating. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel like you being Dre and Nicole with 200,000 followers? No, I'm not. I was about to say no. Dre and Nicole with three. No, I wasn't, I wasn't even being funny. I wasn't even being funny. How does it feel to be like Dre and Nicole, you got 250,000 followers on Instagram, like, how does that affect your dating life? Does it help it or does it hurt it? Um, I feel like in the beginning, it's beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, later down the line, it's always an issue. Well, not always, but a lot of the time, it's all um, it's usually an issue. I say it's beneficial in the beginning because I feel like we live in um, a society now where like people really care about mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. unfortunately which i think is weird and y'all probably gonna be like well girl you got two hundred thousand followers so what you mean like but i but if you know me in real life you know i really don't be caring about shit like that not like a lot of other girls who have a lot of followers mm-hmm. so i just feel like niggas care about shit like that like they want to date the bitch that got the instagram followers that's getting all the likes and they see other niggas with blue checks in your comments or they like that shit. Like, niggas like that shit. Yeah, it's like dudes really like that. So, I feel like initially, a lot of the time, that's what makes certain guys want to talk to me. Mm-hmm, because they mm-hmm. be like, oh, she popping on Instagram. She got all of these followers. I want to fuck with her. But then, as you start to date them seriously, it becomes an issue because then insecurities come out. Because mm-hmm. niggas be starting to realize, well, damn, if I... I am a nigga with some money or if I'm a nigga who is of a certain status and a certain level and I wanted to fuck with her because of her Instagram presence and she got followers and shit, who the fuck else like me? Mm-hmm. Probably in her DMs. Right. I mean, and honestly, so that's you, usually the case. So how do you fix the issue? Like, is there any fixing it? Like, what do you do to... I don't feel like it's no fixing it. I just feel like you just gotta date somebody who's secure enough and, to date and a woman who or a man because it's a lot of men who have large social media presences too um you just have to date somebody that understands that i have a whole bunch of followers but i fuck with you mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. just what it is so it's I gonna think- be other niggas in my dm too i'm not gonna never lie to my nigga and act like other niggas don't be trying to fuck with me because right. other niggas is definitely always sliding in my dm but if i'm fucking with you right well, i'm fucking with you and i feel like that's how it is for me and Cause like I said, I do have a little, fo- I have a following on Instagram, but mm-hmm. I feel like I had a, my biggest following on Twitter. Of course I lost my other page, mm-hmm. but I still tweet the same way. And I feel like people that know me, mm-hmm. this is the thing for me. There is a big fucking difference between Lex P 
and Tierra Lexi. Yeah, I agree. That's how I feel too. It, because let me tell you something. I get on Twitter and I crack jokes, and you know, I'm always I love to bash men, and I like to do. It's funny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I feel like I've created a course, quote unquote like brand and mm-hmm. a style of tweeting that people think is funny. Mm-hmm. But if you know me in real life, you know that I'm a fucking lover. Mm-hmm. You know that I'm just like I really and I really just be chilling. I'm a yeah. really chill person. Of course, my personality is a saying because I am still silly and, mm-hmm. but a lot of the stuff I be saying I say it for like shock value and I say it just because you know I have a podcast and this is my personality and the shit is funny no, so I, I feel, feel like a feel lot of times men will follow me on Twitter and they see how I tweet and they see how I act so a lot of niggas want to just be like I want to be the nigga that's fucking Lex P because she sit up here and she talks shit about these niggas and blah, blah, blah. But behind closed doors, I'm the nigga that she loving on and I'm the nigga that she holding down. Mm. So it's like, it'll be that in the beginning. And then once we get comfortable, like, I don't like that. Why did you say this? Why mm. did you say that? Oh, my tweets used to be funny, but now they're not funny. no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like I do get, have a lot of interaction with like, you know, the same thing, like a lot of blue check, a lot of men, a lot of athletes, a lot of rappers. Yeah. And it's like, that's what initially attracts them. Cause like, damn, all these niggas, all these blue checks want her, but I got her. But then it becomes an insecurity. I only ever really just dated to be honest. I mean, well, I guess I've dated a few guys that have kind of had an issue with my, with what I would post on social media once we really started dating. But it was one nigga in particular. Oh my God, that nigga used to get on my motherfucking nerves because he used to always be trying to lecture me about you need to, oh you, God, know, exa- you know exactly his the friend, I'm talking about. He used to do but the same thing for both of us. But that's the reason why you wanted to fuck with me initially. You wanted to talk to me because I was cute and I was popping on Instagram. Right. Let's keep it 100. But now that we're actually really fucking with each other, me posting pictures in my swimsuits and me posting little videos and shit that I will post on my social media was a fucking issue. Right. I think, and it's for me, um, I was dating somebody who everything was funny to them, everything that I did was funny. And then once we started dating, it was, you're never going to, this is before we started the podcast. Yeah. It was, you're never going to make it with this personality. You know that, right? But you better tread lightly. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're never going to make it with this personality. Nobody wants to hear you talk. You're never going to be on the radio if you're saying things like that. Everything he said that look I... Look at how God works. Look at how God works. But that's what I'm saying. I, I need to date somebody who understands that yeah, Lex P... I agree. At this point, Lex P is a fucking character. Yeah. Like, I'm playing a role. And don't get me wrong. Of course, some of me is in there. And see, with me, I feel like it's kind of... Similar but opposite at the same time. Because, like, I had a meeting yesterday with um, this photographer or whatever. And he was like, oh, my God, he texts my friend because my friend is actually the one who told me about him. Mm -hmm. So he texts my friend and he was like, man, I was just so shocked to see that somebody so beautiful was really cool as fuck. Like, I thought she was going to be stuck up. And I'm like, why do people look at my social media and automatically assume that I'm going to be stuck up? I'm not a stuck up ass bitch in person. If you have a conversation with me and sit down and Mm -hmm. talk to me, I'm cool as fuck. I think that's And I'm down to earth. I think that's an assumption of a lot of like, quote unquote, Instagram. Yeah. But, I, but I guess that, but I guess the fact that it's not really an assumption though mm-hmm. it, I guess some of them you yeah, know I mean? yeah. but don't put me in that motherfucking box yeah cause. that's why I said too I feel like a lot of times people assume that you know I'm one way and they be like damn like yeah. you really cool as fucking person yeah. like that shit is really crazy but I don't know I feel like 
people need to stop taking social media so deeply. Yeah. I don't take social media seriously at all. Either. At this point, if I could leave Twitter and Instagram, oh God, I would. Mm. But at what we we're, what we're doing with our careers, we need it. Yeah. But I honestly hate it. Sometimes I feel like I've created this character online that's gotten out of control. How like Tyler Perry is with Medea. Lex P is fucking Medina. She's out Medea. She's out of control. <laughs> Lex P is out of Not fucking, fucking Medea. Bro, Lex P is out of control. So since you said you know we always kind of get off topic sometimes, but I just want to touch on this briefly. So since you said that um you kind of sometimes wish that you didn't have to be on social media other than you know our profession or whatever how do you feel about instagram taking the likes away i love it i why absolutely do you love it? fucking love it because let me tell you something and this is for me too i'm not just speaking uh, <clears throat> assuming mm-hmm. i know me sometimes when i post a picture and it don't get a lot of likes i'll be like damn yeah, or I think we're all when like I that. post something and I'll be like, I don't, sometimes I don't post things because I'm like in fear of people not liking the content that mm-hmm. I'm posting because I have always wanted to be like, I want to post more videos of me talking about topics, mm-hmm. but if people don't interact with that, I'll feel kind of stupid. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think that them taking away the likes will put people to be in more creative spaces to post what the fuck they want. Because a lot of times, I'm not going to lie, I'll go to somebody's page and I'll be like, damn, you got 200,000 followers, but you only getting 500 likes. Like, Yeah. <laughs> or 80. Yeah, I've, I've definitely seen that before. <laughs> so I feel like maybe it'll help us now. I feel like it's going to hurt a lot of brands now. I don't think no, so. No, but let me tell you why. Because people are buying followers and they don't have the interactions, okay? So you have to realize a lot of people have bought followers and they're getting no interaction. So brands are not going to be able to look at her page and be like, you know what? I'm going to pay her $5,000 to post this because, yes, she has 60,000 followers, but she's getting 15,000 likes per picture. But you don't feel like, I feel like even though, like, say you're coming to my page and you're looking at my Instagram profile, maybe you won't be able to see who liked my pictures. But I feel mm-hmm. like as far as it goes with working with brands, you probably will still be able to see certain things in your insights right. to be able to send to those companies okay, to yeah. show them, you know, what kind of attention you're getting yeah. still getting on social but, media so yeah i do agree with that i feel like it'll be i'll say this i feel like it's harder for brands now because now they actually have to have a conversation with you versus them being able to just look and see your interactions and kind of base a price on that you know it's just going to take more like it's going yeah. to have to come but up. honestly lately in like the past year or so i could speak especially for myself like a lot of companies be wanting you to send your interactions mm-hmm. now like yeah. yeah they see the likes that you getting and stuff they too but they be wanting to see your impressions, impressions and all that yeah. stuff weekly okay um but i i personally think it's a good idea too but i think it's more of a good idea just from a mental standpoint because mm-hmm. it really is unfortunate all of the um deaths and suicide that has been going on with people killing themselves because of not getting likes and attention on social media media. and i mean to some people they might think that they're stupid but you got to understand like a lot of people be really weak-minded and stuff like that really do affect a lot of people in ways that you really don't understand understand. technically kind of really don't understand it either because like you said sometimes i think we all post pictures and you'd be like damn right i, I thought this picture was i thought this picture was fire i right. thought it was gonna get way more like and i'll me, say this one thing i don't i i i think is crazy about mental health and you know thing and depression and things like that 
we as a people, we can't judge what people get sad over. Yeah. Like, I know we're getting off topic again, but just like Ari Lennox today was saying how she was in depression because of the industry and she was very upset that she didn't win the Soul Train Award. And people were like, girl, it's a Soul Train Award. It's not like it's a Grammy and blah, blah, blah. And it just makes me sick because... We as black people like like to be like, you know what, black people, we need to start speaking out about mental illness and about depression. But as soon as we start speaking out about it, people are like, oh, well, this is not a valid reason to be depressed. But I feel like the same. But I feel the same way about how people be treating Summer Walker with her anxiety. Yeah, I feel like we can't. Like, it's like people be picking on her. You, I be trying to say, oh, I think she playing, or I think she's just carrying this on because she's already put it out there that she's like this. Y'all don't know how this girl. Really and then it's is. like you can't pick and choose what people can be upset set over y'all go to work and be upset that you didn't get a promotion why can't she be upset that she didn't win an award if she feel like she worked hard if she feel like she worked hard on something everybody wants to get recognized for their hard work so i think it's stupid that like yeah i don't understand somebody committing suicide over instagram likes but i'm not gonna be like but it happens so who am i to be like oh that's not worth you committing suicide i don't think anything is worth committing suicide over but I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, that's stupid to be depressed over. Yeah, Why are you depressed? Because right. you can't, you, you're not in that person's shoes. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So from that point of view, I definitely do agree with you yeah. on that because people, man, I'm telling you. I'm telling y'all. People, people put be so sad. much value in social media. Even moving to Atlanta, and I say this all the time, like when I moved here, it was so many girls I worked in the club um, with that literally they just wanted to be popping on Instagram. Right. Like they would literally ask me and my friend at the time who I moved here with, like, how y'all get followers on Instagram? What did y'all do? Oh my God. Like, and they was like obsessed with it. You used to always be asking for shout outs, just all type of weird shit. Like it's really people out here who really just want to be popping on Instagram and not necessarily to make money or nothing like that. They just want to be popping. That shit is crazy as fuck to me. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have people that be like, oh, can you shout me out? Or oh, I don't really get it? that no more because I feel like shouting people out ain't really a thing. It's no not, more on Instagram. Especially, on, it's not on any platform. That, and I always tell people this. The best way you're going to get followers is just to post content. Whatever you're trying to do, you have to be good at it. I mean, like I said, I found my way. Like on Twitter, I post pictures and I post crazy shit all the time. I mean, and honestly, these platforms have, like, that's why even now when sometimes when people be asking me stuff like that, it be like, I really don't be knowing what to tell people now because honestly, when I had started getting a lot of followers and stuff, Instagram was really, it was easier to get followers. It was Mm -hmm. easier to maneuver and it was also little tips and tricks you could do to help yourself like that, you know, you could work with people and they could help you get more followers quickly and stuff like that. Like, for example, what's his name? Fasted, her son. Mm-hmm. Like, people like that be knowing little tricks to help girls get followers quicker. Now, a lot of that shit don't work no more. Right. These platforms are making it hard for you to work the system. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You really got to organically work for that shit. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I feel like the it's only, not the, no more explore most, page, really, that's and shit like that. The most time I get followers is if one of those little pages posts me. Well, that's how I initially gained most of my followers from pages posting me, ending up on the Explore page all the time and stuff like that. And then I used to do shout out for shout out a lot uh-huh. and stuff too. But, but yeah, but back to our, really works anymore. Back to our initial topic at hand, I feel like one thing about me is my social media right now is a job. Yeah. So I feel like for anybody dating me, I'll say this. When you're dating me, you're dating Tierra. You're not dating Lex P. So it's very important for people that I date to understand that you have to be able to separate the two. You gonna need to be, you don't need to be, I just don't want nobody that I'm cool with or nobody I'm fucking with to be 
looking too much into my social media because I be posting some crazy memes sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like people be really taking the shit serious. Oh, somebody I'm do. cool with actually told me, I think you should start posting certain stuff on your close friends only. And I'm like, really? Because I don't even be thinking nothing of it. Like, if shit is funny to me, it just be funny to me. Yeah. And I just post it. And I really be laughing at the shit a lot of the time. But she was like, no, I think you should start posting certain stuff on your close friends. Because, you know, people just crazy as hell. And might look at it and think a certain way. And it's just like, why do why are people like that? Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird to me. So, what are we doing next? Oh, the bed. Hey, the, the bed. bed. Okay, so what we got for the bed topic today? Okay, so for the bed topic... I wanted to talk about um, this post that my friend Cass. Shout out shout to Cass Facts. He made a post on his page a few weeks ago. Mm. And he basically had said, the best head low key be coming from somebody you didn't even want head from. Mm. So I thought that that shit was funny as hell. Because, you know, we done had a few conversations about this. I don't know if we've ever had a conversation about it on air but i know we've had conversations about it off air mm -hmm. numerous times and i have personally gotten head from people a few times and didn't give them no pussy right and really didn't want head from them initially but the head was fired but the head was fired but i still ain't giving no pussy i'll say this when somebody is eating your pussy and you tell them that you don't want to fuck but they're like oh just let me eat it because they feel like they're gonna eat your pussy so good and eventually mm -hmm. you're gonna fuck but what they're trying, that's what I'm saying. They're tr they're do they're trying extra hard to eat that pussy extra good to make you want to fuck. Yeah. So I feel like that's why head from a person that you really didn't even didn't want head from is good because they're they trying to show the fuck out. <laughs> Me, I'm not letting you eat my pussy unless we fucking because I yeah. want some dick. I want that dick at all times. That's the same thing my best friend Jasmine said. When we like, were talking the other day, she was like, bitch, I'm not about to let no nigga eat my pussy if we not about to fuck, period. Because I most of the time, I can count on my hands the niggas that's made me come from head. Yeah. So if you, but if you eat my pussy, I'm turned on and I want to fuck. I mean, see, with me, the time, most of the time, the times that it happened, it wasn't like, like I said, it wasn't like, oh, I was planning for this to happen. And niggas would just be like, a nigga would just beg. And it would just, try, mm -hmm. like, be being really forceful and mm -hmm. start doing it. And then I'll be like, well, all right. But then niggas be thinking we about to fuck. And it's like, er, no, mm -hmm. you still not about to get no pussy from me. Right. Because I... Didn't want to fuck you then. I still don't want to fuck you now. Right. But I do understand there are a lot of women out there who, after they get some head, they can't say no. Exactly. They be in the mood. So if I don't, but if I don't want to fuck you, <clears throat> that means I'm not attracted to you, or I'm no, I don't vibe with you like that. See, I don't feel that way. For no, me. I'm just saying for me yeah. personally, if I don't want to fuck you, that means I'm not attracted to you, or we don't vibe like that. So I don't even want you touching me like that. So I'm not letting you eat my pussy. If I if I let you eat my pussy, if you're good enough to eat my pussy, you're good enough to fuck me. For me personally. Yeah, so if you if you licking my pussy, you're gonna fuck me. So I don't ever get my. I'm not ever in that situation though. I feel like with me, it's not necessarily that you're not good enough to fuck me. For me, the timing is just not right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes yet, you know what I mean. Like okay, I probably think you cool. But I'm not ready to fuck you yet. Right. You know what I mean? And you probably was gonna get some pussy later, mm -hmm. but you over here forcing the shit. Mm -hmm. And then now that you done gave me some head, and then now you in your feelings because I don't wanna give you no pussy, but then nobody asked you to give me no head. Right. And that's why I said, so I now I'm gonna have to cut your ass off after you mm -hmm. ate my pussy when you probably was gonna 
gonna get some three or four weeks later. Right, and that's why I feel like it's just an awkward situation that conversation to have. Cause guess what? He eating that pussy. He gonna start trying to take his little pants off or something trying to pull like that. Trying to, yeah, trying to slide well, that little dicky. Yeah, they'll try to sneak that little slide that little dicky. I'm horny. I'm always horny. Matter of fact, let me shoot this pic. I'm fucking dead. I know I'm not getting no dick tonight, too. Oh, Lord have mercy. I keep thinking I might. about... We're going to see. I keep thinking about throwback, babe, fucking my wig off. That's intense. Intense. Okay, anyway. So, let <laughs> us know, how do y'all feel about getting hair from somebody that you really didn't want hair from? Yeah, now that I'm, I'm getting older, I really don't be down with it like that no more. But when I was younger... You, you can give me some head. Don't forget about ball, ball man. Shut up. Oh, my God. Why? I seen him the other day. And I was hiding. Oh, the ball man. I seen him and I was hiding. You when I was with Jasmine. And a... I was telling Jasmine. I said, oh, my God, bitch. The ball man. He's over there. So, if we, I don't know if we ever told y'all, but ball man gave her head and you didn't want it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Long story I short. I didn't want it. I did not want it. But it was good. Didn't you say it was good? It was cool. Damn, ball man, put it down. It was cool. It was cool. But yeah, it's like, I did not want hair from him. And then he got mad because I didn't want to give him no pussy. He was so weird, bro. He was. Oh, my God. Such a strange fella. Such a strange, strange little fella. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to get into the bop of the week. Do you have a bop or you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay, so I just got put onto this song yesterday and it's so fire. I just, I love to be in my feelings. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Alina Baraz has a song um, out called To Me. Mm-hmm. And it's just very, it's just, the lyrics are very, very real. What's her name? Alina Baraz. Okay. Or Baraz, I don't know how to say it. But um, she's a dope artist. Uh, she, like I said, the song is called To Me. If you've ever been in love with somebody and it was just a bad, toxic situation, this is the song for you, sis. Easy. Light some candles, sip some wine, and put this shit on. I gotta go listen to it. I'm that. telling you, it's such a good emotional song. It'll definitely have you fucking triggered. Okay. So that's my bop of the week. Okay, my bop of the week is um, the Janae Aiko song. Featuring Big Sean. I hate that song. I like it. But you know, I, I get on my nerves. But honestly, I'm not really being like a bandwagon person. Like, I've always. Yeah, you really, have. I've always really, really fucked with Janae Aiko. I think she, she has um, her cool songs. Like, but I like, I like the song. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you good. I like the song, though. Um, and I think his verse was just. I think the verse that he had was kind of what really had everybody like this week. Like, what the fuck? Nine times niggas do this. Mm-hmm. A nigga made you cool. No, no. I'm saying that's what he said. Y'all didn't see Lex face. She was sitting over here like, mm-hmm. I was thinking about I was throwback. I bitch who? I was thinking about throwback baby having me bust. Not nine times in a day. Um, I think if we fucked, um, the first time we fucked, I, I was, I bust about four, four or five. Okay. Well, and that's just a night. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. And for our first time having sex, yeah, though, that's a lot. That's usually a lot. I don't have an orgasm until like maybe the fourth or fifth time because we've learned each other bodies. Yeah. So for a nigga to make me bust, I never. Time, a nigga have never made me come four or five times in a day. Oh yeah. Ever. Max is like twice. Yeah, I think my max is usually like two to three. It, 
Now, the four or five has happened before, but it's rare. But I will say this back to the bop of the week because mm-hmm. I'm horny, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why um, we start talking about sex? When um, we supposed to be, I'm supposed to be telling y'all about these bops. Uh, Janelle Aiko, she gets on my nerves a little sometimes because she's like, and she just the way she sings it'd be like and see uh, i love her voice that's my uh, favorite thing about her i'm i'm gonna wipe some sage on you that's how she you sounds. know i love a good sage burning uh, and she always does that uh, I'm broke. She does. You are not about to slander the queen. She like does. You. You I just, nice. I can't. They get on my nerves. It's just a little too much. Cause she's like, your aura came over me and my <laughs> pussy got wet. Oh, your aura turned my vagina blue. That's when I knew. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, she always talks about spirituality and her not, pussy. Not so <laughs> <laughs> She's always talking about auras and her oh pussy. My God, that sounds depressing. But I'm saying that's what I'm, but that's how she is in that song. She's like talking about like how Big Sean had her going through this and that and how she was struggling and she had to climb out and he's like, I made you nut, bitch. <laughs> Nine times in one day, bitch. Don't you forget it. Don't you motherfucking forget it. They get on my it. nerves. They get on my nerves. But yeah, shout out to Janine. They have a very Janine. weird, very fucking weird. But they're both Pisces, and you know, we we know a little, oh, a little, a little something much. about Pisces. So okay, so we're gonna get into the um, um the questions. The questions, yes. So as always, if you want your question answered on the show, make sure to email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. A-S-K-P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S at gmail.com. And mind you, I don't I, I love it when y'all send us questions, but please make sure y'all email us and don't send it to the DMs, mm. y'all. Cause it'd be hard for us to remember. Like we just literally pull up the emails while we're recording and read them while we're here. So yes, if you want your question answered, make sure you email us. Okay, so I'll go first. <sighs> What? You did not tell me that this segment oh. was so damn long. It's okay. All right. Oh, Lord. Okay. So it says, don't say my name. Got you, sis. This guy is one of my best friends, and we realized we have feelings for each other. Bitch, I let this man take my virginity. He's truly a dope-ass friend, and I love being with him. I started feeling him more, so I asked him what were his intentions. He said he didn't want a relationship right now because he's working on himself. Even after he said that, we were still holding hands, kissing, sleeping in the same bed every night, and fucking consistently. He always calls me talking about how he misses me and that other bullshit. This man said, if I saw you with someone else, I'd feel some type of way. Then I found out he was trying to fuck with my coworker while I was out of town. He doesn't know that I know, and he has yet to tell me. On top of that, (laughs) he's 5'6". I'm about ready to say, fuck this little midget ass nigga. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but that's my best friend and I want him to stay in my life. Just not romantically anymore. <laughs> Every time I'm done, he reels me back in with those smooth ass words. I want to move on, but I'm still a- attached. How do I draw the line and tell him that I don't want him like that anymore? I've collected too many red flags and he's really crossed the line trying to fuck with my coworker. I'm manifesting my 6'5 king and midget man is blocking my blessings. I know that's right, queen. Well, I got some Let me, advice for this one. Okay, well, this is how I feel. When a man tells you what his intentions are and he, if you want a relationship and he doesn't, listen to his words. 
I don't care. A nigga can light up with you and fuck you and tell you he miss you and kiss you and this and that, but you're not demanding more, so he's not going to give you more. So for your sake, you want more. So it's it's going to be very easy for you to draw that line. You want to draw that line. And the, really, the line has already been drawn. You have to realize that words mean nothing and actions mean everything. Anybody can tell you, bitch, I can tell you right now I got $500,000 in my bank account. That don't mean nothing because the shit ain't in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to stop saying it. No, because, I'm, because <laughs> words don't mean anything. It's all about what's really there in the action. So you want to let this go. You know what you want, sis. You really just answered your own question, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of relate a little bit because I've been in a similar situation, like, but honestly, a really long time ago. But I used to date one of my really, really close friends. And we got in a relationship. And we were together for like a year. And, you know, we ended up breaking up. And we still remained friends. And he would always tell me he wanted to be with me and stuff. But I knew he was full of shit. Like, sis, when a nigga is full of shit, you know that they full of shit. And when a nigga want to be with you, he going to be with you. Yeah, that's true. But in my, well, I will say, that's what I'm saying. I feel like. The ball is always in your court, though, when it be coming to situations like this for the most part. Because I feel like as long as you want to keep fucking with that nigga and fucking him or whatever, like, type of situation y'all got going on, he going to be cool with it. Because mm -hmm. niggas love to have their cake and eat it, too. And niggas love to be in no strings attached type of situations. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you're definitely going to have to be the one to cut the shit off and draw the line because mm -hmm. he's going to keep fucking you. And, you and he going to keep fucking with your head as long as you allow him to. But I feel like if it's a good friendship... Put them, just put them like back in the friends. Like you mentioned earlier, you know, sometimes when you try to date people and it don't work out, it don't be worth completely dissolving the relationship or the friendship, especially if y'all were so cool first. So I just feel like y'all just need to have a talk. You need to let him know, like, I don't want to fuck around with you like that no more. I want us to remain friends and see where it goes. And if he have an issue with that, then maybe y'all friendship wasn't as strong as you thought it was. And step one says stop fucking him. Yeah. Stop giving him that good, gushy, gushy, girl. Because he going to get your ass every juicy, time. Juicy. Don't give him that juicy, juicy. You know pussy real song. good. That, that pussy real good. Shout out to Lil Jackie, We haven't sung that for the girls Damn, in a while. Damn, I didn't even sing a song today. You didn't? Okay, so go moving on. Oh, y'all, let me sing a song real quick. <laughs> moving on. You can sing it after I read the next one. Because it's Malone. You can, you, can, you can close the show out with a song, okay? Okay, I'm going to close the song out. Okay. So, show out with a song. Okay, advice, long overdue ass whooping. Hello, queens. Sorry in advance if this is long. Well, at least you know, sis. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass. You talking about sis. long overdue ass whooping. We about to whoop your ass. <laughs> nah, we kidding, sis. Um, so she said, sorry in advance if this is long. Here's the situation. About a decade ago, I was in a situation with the fuck boy I met through my male best friend. We'll call him Jeff. Jeff and my best friend will hang out with me and my close female friends all the time. One of those friends will call her Sarah. Literally, everyone hated, but everyone loved me, so they tolerated her. Over time, Sarah would pop up at my place when she knew it was just me and him there. I paid that dust because young, naive me felt everyone knew I was crazy and loved to fight, so I never thought anyone was dumb enough to cross me, yeah. especially not my friends. She started calling him her best friend. That shit was odd, but again, 
It's known that I'm bothered. <laughs> Two years into just being a fuckboy, he gave me an STD. <gasps> of course, I confided in my friend. Swear to God, before I even could hang up the phone, Jeff was blowing up my line. I literally told her, girl, it's this nigga now. I'll call you back. Y'all, this bitch told him about the STD before I could raise hell about it. And had the nerve to throw some lies and how I probably actually got it in there too. Mm. I was livid. Why would my friend run and tell somebody my business and have the nerve to lie on my name? I cursed that bitch out and let her know that it was on site. She got low. But eventually she understood when I said on site, I meant on fucking site. I tried to kill that bitch. In 2013, I became a super calm, peaceful person and a mutual friend took it as an opportunity to have Sarah and I sit down and hash it out. She apologized. I passed on, I pa- I was past it. So whatever. Offered it no forgiveness. Oh wait, offered no forgiveness. Just no longer had any interest in beating her ass every time I saw her. We weren't friends. We ain't hang out. Just wasn't no beef. Got it. Four years passed and she randomly hit me asking me to attend her baby shower the week before. I stopped by and dropped off gifts. That was the end in my mind. But no, shortly after, she made this heartfelt request that I be her child's godmother. What? Again, we haven't been friends in years. Shit was wild-eyed. I know she has no friends, so I believe this came from a place of desperation. But like I said, but still, like what? Never agreed. But she started telling everyone I was. That's a lot of responsibility to be somebody's godmother. Without, like, actually accepting it. Okay. Because she said she never agreed. I'm (laughs) dead. Here's where it gets tricky. My best friend and I lost touch for about two years, but recently reconnected. We have been reminiscing about our younger days. He spilled the beans that all those years ago, Sarah was (gasps) fucking Jeff. Well, actually, Sarah would regularly stop by to give Jeff weed money, letting him use her car, etc., in exchange for sucking his dick. When I brought it to his attention, I never knew this shit. His response was, what? I thought that's why you fought her. I swear on everything I never knew. I fought her because don't call yourself my friend and run and tell my private personal business to nobody and damn sure don't lie on my name. I'm a tourist. Loyalty is everything to me. Now, you know, sis, I'm a tourist too. So I feel- Oh my God, this is a good story. It is. It's like a decade later, but that info was all I needed for it to click that the reason she went to tell him was because she was fucking him too mm-hmm. he probably got it from her <gasps> and now she need her ass beat for that too <laughs> my best friend says this in the past we already made up and she calling me her child godmother just charged it to the game other friends saying just block her and move on but sisters i want to drag this bitch yes it was a decade ago and no neither one of us is with that nigga but it's the principle thoughts Sincerely, a bitch who wants to bring these hands out of retirement. Six. Okay, let me go first because I'm a tourist. So, number one, I understand completely how you feel because we fucking hold grudges. Well, not it's not that we hold grudges, we seek revenge. And that's not necessarily always a good thing, but I it's feel never a good thing. But I feel that's fine. But I mean at the end of the day, you got certain things about No, me I'm just saying know. revenge is never a good it's thing. It's not, but I'm just saying that's how Tauruses are. Anybody that knows Tauruses knows we all are like that. It's like somebody can do some shit to you and you'll wait and plot for the perfect time to get back at them. And so I just feel like it was a decade ago, but I can understand why you still feel how you feel about the shit. But I don't think that you should whoop the girl ass. I do think that you should let bygones be bygones. She done moved on. She done had a baby with a new nigga. She not with Jeff no more. You not with Jeff no more. I just feel like just cut the bitch off, don't fuck with her. 
I don't even think y'all should be friends anymore because it's like if she already did some whole shit in the past, what makes you think that she wouldn't do some whole shit to mm-hmm. you again in the future? Mm-hmm. But beating her ass for some shit that happened 10 years ago because you think that she allegedly might be the person who gave him the STD and he gave it to you, mm-hmm. I think that's some childish shit. You just need to let that go and remove that bitch out your life. Yeah, Because you honestly shouldn't have never let her back in your life after... I don't even know she why told, you dropped the gifts off, girl. Yeah, I don't know why you can't. I'll can't say this. I'll say hand. this. Um, I know that was very big of you to drop off the gifts and go to her, you know, baby shower. That was very sweet of you. But I agree with Drea. It just seems like she's a toxic, bad person mm-hmm. and she always has motives. Mm-hmm. I don't like people who have motives and I don't trust them. So her coming over to your house all the time was just probably just to see what you was doing and to listen in on you and Jeff conversations. Because she wanted so, him. Because she, or she, she was fucking him. Well, I mean, but Currently. I'm saying ain't no telling how, ain't no Either telling way how goes, long after they started fucking with each other, they started fucking It around. don't matter. She was over there getting some tea and getting some information that she needed. That's why right. she was over at your house. So I feel like, yeah, it was 10 years ago. It definitely needs to be let go. You're a better person now. Like you think, think about who you were 10 years ago. And I hope you're not that same person. Cause I know I'm not the same person I want. I was 10 years ago. I feel like life is always about progression and becoming a better person. So I think you just need to cut all the situation off and let it go. Don't let it be heavy on your heart. Like, it's not good to dwell on things and to seek revenge out on that because that shit can take over you. It really can and it can consume you. So it's like stuff like that I really believe should just be left in the past. Like I get it. I can understand your frustration and you being mad, but it's very important that you just don't let that stuff harbor in you because that's when people that are not good people have control over you. The worst thing you can do is give somebody the power to control your emotions because guess what? If you don't let this shit go, every time you see Jeff or Sarah, they have the control over you to make you upset. If you're out in the club having a good time, them motherfuckers can walk in and ruin your whole fucking night. Mm -hmm. Don't give anybody that power over you. So let that shit go and heal and just move on with your life, sister. But I do understand. I understand Since that you we both, Taurus, no, yeah, that's easier I mean, said I, than done. I mean, I understand, but like I said, it's it's easier said than done. But the best thing for you to do is, like I said, let that go because when somebody has control over your emotions, they have control over you, and you don't want to do nothing stupid or you know, people. If you fight somebody and somebody presses charges, bitch, you can go to jail. Mm-hmm. We're adults now. We got shit to lose. We yeah. have shit to live for. So ten yeah. years ago when we were younger, you know, shit was a little easier. But now we're all yeah. adults. And, you know, you have to think about yourself and your future. And, you know, I just feel like you probably have better things you could be doing with your time than fighting a whack-ass bitch that's not even on your level. Because, obviously, you listen to the show, so you a bad bitch because all the listeners are bad bitches. (laughs) And they some poor girls, so I know you a bad bitch living your life out here. So I know you just have better things that you could be doing with your time than worried about some people that's not even on your level. Yeah, I agree with your best friend. I think you should just... Let, Let it go. go and cut that hoe off. Like, Fuck her. not no, not the, your other friends talking about oh, just move on from me because y'all back cool. Like, no, fuck that bitch. Don't be cool with her no more. Just cut that hoe off because you should have stopped being friends with her the first time. I should never got back cool with her. I agree with her. She already showed you her truth. And, 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 and obviously, that nigga, y'all, when she told that nigga your business before you got the chance to tell him. And then obviously she's a lame bitch. Like, who begs a bitch? To be their god, their child's godmother, and y'all not even friends. She's obviously lame as fuck. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, peon ass bitch. She's a peon. She's, she's not on your level. 
sincerely the bitch that wants to bring the hands out of retirement. <laughs> um, so keep them hands in retirement. In retirement, because we don't want to see you in jail. We do not. We ain't got no bail money. Y'all don't don't look. Don't call Drea, <laughs> and definitely don't call broke ass Lexi, because I ain't got shit for you, queen. Okay, so um. And so um, we're going to go back to the old way of doing item of the week. So if anybody out there has um, brands or something that you want us to try or advertise on the show, make sure to email us at Show at gmail.com. So my item of this week is the Disney Plus app. Disney Plus uh, is the app. Basically, they have all the Pixar movies on there, all the Marvel movies on there. And honestly, I will really give the app... I'm a Netflix girl. So Netflix is like nine out of 10 for me. I will give Disney plus like a six, seven. I feel like it's a good app to have. If you have kids, Mm. um, for the adult me, it really doesn't satisfy my needs, but I know we have a lot of listeners that have kids. So if you have kids, Disney plus is definitely for you. Mm -hmm. Now I do like animated movies. So it has all the Aladdin, the Mm -hmm. beauty and the beast, the Coco's, you know, and you know, I love Coco, but Netflix got Coco. So I'm not really tripping, but I went to look for Maleficent and I love, cause I love when they bring the movies to real life. Like Alice in Wonderland. Like, I love those movies. And they didn't even have Maleficent on there. Guess when they said it was going to be available? October 1st, 2020. Why would y'all even, like... Oh, that's a while. That's time. a long that's time. A that's a year. I'm like, I want to see Melissa, Maleficent right now. So it like you're going to have to download Yeah, it. girl, I went to my ghetto site and I watched it. You know I got my little ghetto site. I'll be watching my well, shit. Well, you're going to have to send me your password because I ain't paying for this shit. For Disney Plus? I got you, girl. I got you. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I like Disney Plus. Like I said, it's a lot of... Um, I watched uh, Sleeping Beauty the other day. Aww. Yeah, because like I said, people, if you know me, y'all know I love watching animated movies. Like, that's just my shit. So, I feel like if you have kids or you're just a person that likes to visit in the nostalgic world every now and then, yes. you can definitely down on Disney Plus. Um, Somebody had posted a movie the other day that they was watching on there. Fuck, and I can't remember what it was called, but it was that movie about that little boy, and he was like on the run. Who? It was like a Disney movie with this little boy, and he was like on the run. He was a badass little boy. He was rich. Oh no! I can't remember the name of the movie, I'm but when I seen it on the person post, I was like, "Oh my god, this movie was so good!" I forgot I all remember. about this shit. It was a cartoon movie, or no? Real it life? was a real life movie. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, so shout out to Disney Plus. Shout out to all of the listeners. Oh, I said I was gonna close it with the song. Oh, just fuck. something real quick. Oh, 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 oh! I think I better let it go. Let it go. <laughs> this the football bay. <laughs> Feels like another girl, another girl of TK. Oh, 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 You ain't hit it. I did. I'm hurting. You know why? Because that was the sound of tears. Look at how overlove I see to change me. Girl, get the fuck. I said I tried and tried. I tried. Woo. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I wish I had some liquor to pour out for football, babe. Damn, football, babe. I think I need to let it go. Let it go. <laughs> you must see, Dre. I'm trying to be your background. Mama. It feels like another love. GKO. GKO. Oh, 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 oh. Thank y'all so much. And next week, real. and next week, um, I want to talk about a topic next week that has just been, 
It's just been going on my timeline a lot, and I feel like we need to address it. The poor girls and the poor boys and the poor mind girls, we need to talk about it. So I want to probably hold address it. Yeah, so I want to talk. So next week, make sure y'all tune in because we're going to be talking about uh, fat phobia and, you know, how people are, how people treat fat people and bigger people like that coming from, you know, I was never a fat, fat girl, but I was a big, big girl. I was, you know, at one point. So I definitely want to touch on this topic next week. So make sure y'all tune in next week for that. Thank you for tuning in today, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.